What's up, bros? I'm Jonathan. And I'm Caleb. And we're a couple of bros on a mission to give you guys the most detailed movie reviews out there with as little bias as possible. Welcome to the All Bros. Uh, this week on the podcast, we're going to be talking about um, our weekly watches, what me and Caleb uh, have been up to this week with uh, with movies. Uh, spoiler alert, it's really not that much because... Uh, We've kind of more so been focusing on TV, but we don't really, we don't really, we don't really talk about uh, TV shows here. Um, but so that's why our our uh, movie, uh, I guess, movie lineup isn't that big. But you know, that's okay. Yeah. It happens sometimes. Um, but then after that, uh, we'll be getting right into our breakdown of the evening, which will be our breakdown of uh, the 2024 musical version. It's not a remake. It's a musical adaptation of the Broadway musical of Mean Girls. So it is going to be so fetch. <laughs> Stop trying to make fetch happen, Rose. I'm going to make it. I'm going to make sure it happens by the end of this podcast, this podcast, this episode. Um, <laughs> so be ready to hear fetch a lot. OK. Oh, shit. So, yeah. What do you say we get this fetching thing started? <laughs> Let's do it. And I already ruined it. Hello, my name is Brucker Nurse, and I want to tell you about my fun horror movie podcast called Autopsy of a Horror Movie. On my show, I like to have fun dissecting out what makes a horror movie scary, what worked for it, what didn't, what types of fears does it play off of. Is it an allegory for any sort of message? I don't know, but let's find out. Also, I like to watch slashers. I'm a big slasher guy, so... I'll watch a slasher and do a kill grade for it. I will cover the kills and I will tell you how I would grade it based on shock, method, style points, and a fourth category that is a reflection of the movie. Besides those, I'll have fun with special topic episodes, commentary tracks, interviews with guests, including some Shutter directors, so I just like to have a fun time over here. If any of this sounds interesting to you or you just want to come check me out, please head over to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere they listen to podcasts and search for Autopsy of a Horror Movie. Also, be sure to find me on Instagram, at Brucker Horror, where you get fun updates and some cool little posts that I do. Thanks for listening, and I hope that you get to enjoy the show, and I'll see you on Instagram. Bye. All right, so jumping straight into weekly watches. Uh, this week, Caleb and I only watched one movie each, um, which... Uh, it's kind of sad for us, um, but you know what? That's okay. We were both focused on watching Ted. That That's where most of our time went. Yeah. Well, technically, you watched two. I watched one. All right. Fair enough. Yeah. Okay, touche. So it was, a, it was a slow movie week for me, for sure. And it was, it was Rose's fault because, yeah, he freaking turned me on to Ted. And holy balls, that show is hilarious. So good. <laughs> If if we never got a Ted three, but this is even better. This is so much better. <laughs> T- Ted, the series is amazing. If you guys haven't checked it out, go watch it on Peacock. Like seriously, like it's already it's uh, most streamed original show. I, me and Caleb aren't surprised at all. Yeah, so. yeah, it, it it is that freaking good. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, talking about what we actually did watch movie wise, um, I watched Norbit. Um, I have not seen this movie honestly since I was a kid. Like when I saw that, I have a pro- apparently I was a weird, not weird, 
kid. Well, actually, I was a weird kid. I'm gonna, not even going to try to say I wasn't. But I had a, a tendency to see very raunchy comedies with my grandma in theaters. Because <laughs> um, there was this, Don't Mess With the Zohan, Little Man. Like, the list goes on and on. Um, and so, like, I remember, I remember really liking this movie when I was a kid. I loved it. I thought it was hilarious. Uh, Eddie Murphy was amazing in the three roles that he plays. Um, and the only thing that still taste stays true to that statement is the part that Eddie Murphy is great in all three roles that he plays. I can do without Mr. Wong. Cause uh, th- uh, nowadays uh, I find him. Uh, I'm not, I'm not going to talk about it. <laughs> uh, there, there's some problems with that performance let's just say Looking it hasn't at, aged well <laughs> yes there we go um but when it comes to eddie murphy as norbit and respucia i freaking love him in these roles just as much as i did when i was a kid um he freaking is hilarious in these in in these roles like seriously like the the prosthetics are amazing they freaking blow my mind what drags it down is everybody, everything else. Like the story is not good. It's so mean spirited. Like, Oh my God. Um, and the supporting cast is so wasted. Uh, Fanny Newton, um, Cuba Gooding jr. And Terry Cruz. So, so wasted in their roles. Terry Cruz tries to make his work and make it funny, but just, it, it just doesn't, unfortunately. Um, Man, yeah, that sucks. That, right? that in that case, you know that's shitty writing because Terry Crews is awesome in everything that he does. Right, exactly. Um, but yeah, just it, it really sucks that like it's it's not as good as I remember. Um, but like I said, the, the biggest positive, or maybe the only really the only positive you could say is just Eddie Murphy is great in these two specific roles as Norbit and Respucia. He is, even though like Respucia is such a she's so mean spirited and such an asshole to Norbit. Um, <laughs> but he he just does it, he just his acting going off of each other is just so well, and the fact that he plays these two roles just blows my mind. Um, so yeah, but unfortunately, like excuse me for everything else that doesn't work. Like I can't really even recommend like, Oh yeah, go stream it right now. Like if you really don't have any, if like you're looking for like a comedy, that's just like, eh, maybe like worth a one, one watch. If you got nothing better to do, there you go. Maybe watch Norbit. Um, and it's on, it is on Paramount plus right now. If you guys want to check it out. Um, but just, yeah, no, I'm for, I'm sorry to say it gets a nothing better to do, man. That sucks. Yeah. Cause I feel like this is one of those, I won't even say it's like primetime Eddie Murphy, but this is like when I think of Eddie Murphy, this is like the period of time that I th- I think about with him. I will say, though, and this is probably freaking a hot, t- uh, uh, hot take here. Um, his portrayal of these two characters uh, when it comes to him playing uh, characters in like prosthetic special effects. I like him in the as these characters more than I liked him in the uh, Nutty Professor films really yeah i know that's a hot take i'm probably gonna get some hate for that um (laughs) but that's just my opinion that's insane (laughs) (laughs) oh here here come all the hate comments just the nutty professor fans just coming for me i can feel it yep all right um yeah 
So following that up, the other movie that you watched and the only one that I ended up watching this week or this past week uh, was Saltburn. The most, probably the most uncomfortable movie that I have ever watched. Easily the most <laughs> uncomfortable movie that I've ever watched. So for those uh, of you that don't know, and I, I know we didn't freaking make a like an announcement about it. We definitely like we need to remember to do that next time. Yes, but we took part in plunging five a cause, um, and we broke down this movie. <laughs> and yep. I cannot say that I regret anything more. <laughs> The breakdown itself I, was was great. Like, yeah, we had a fantastic time. Like, they, I, know, I think I mean, DJ uh, regrets it more than we do. I don't know about that. I I, I think I'm on the same level as freaking yeah, DJ. Yeah. Okay. All right. The, I, I might be a little something <laughs> scarred into my brain, and I'm like, oh man. <laughs> you know what? It sucks. Cause, um, because I think maybe I'm just like a little above you guys. Um, but like, on are we allowed to do we do we do spoilers for weekly watches? Or do we try to stay away from them? No, we, uh, yeah. Saltburn's one. I, like, I think sh- the weaker stream it's and below, like, whatever, those are free game. I okay. think the stronger stream it's and above, those ones, like, we try, like, avo- try to avoid. Okay. So the biggest problem that I have with this movie, well, there's a lot. Um, <laughs> but yeah, where like, do you I start, was, dude? yeah, right. <laughs> so I was actually kind of in, intru- for the most part, I was intrigued. At the beginning of this movie, like how dive into what? Well, no, I I thought the the character that Barry Keegan Keegan, however, God, I always screw up his last name, was playing. I felt was he he was kind of interesting the way that they were telling his story. You know, him meeting up with uh, or not meeting up, becoming friends with um. Oh my God, what was his name again? Excuse me, uh, Felix. Felix. Him becoming them forming a friendship was, you know, it was it was it was it was kind of entertaining. I was I was I was interested. It completely freaking lost me when he drank drank his semen water. Oh shit, dude! Like, um, yeah. If you there is a there is a scene where he listens to Felix jerking off in the bathtub, and then after Felix leaves, as the water is almost drained, he drinks his come filled water <laughs> and it is one of the most uncomfortable scenes that i have ever seen ah <sighs> yep and that that and... should tell you everything you need to know about this movie because guess what that's not even the worst thing that happens <laughs> oh man just <sighs> yeah so we dis- we discussed that on plunging five of cause. We did a full breakdown for it. Uh, I don't know if you're if people are going to be able to go back and like listen to that or if that was just like a live thing only. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I don't know. Yeah, we'll find out. Like we'll find out what the what the situation is or what the status is on on that, and then uh, I don't know. Maybe we'll we'll make it a <laughs> either a bonus if we can like poll that like we'll see we'll see yeah but i mean we'll spoil it later down the line like in terms of like the the breakdown we did but yeah this movie was uncomfy <laughs> and that's not the most uncomfortable scene no nope. um, that's that de- I'll, I'll say that definitely is like top five 
but <laughs> there's a top five for sure. <laughs> yeah, this whatever you think about this movie, uh, or if, if whatever your your feelings are about what Rose just said, just amplify that by like a hundred, and that's about as comfy as you're going to be watching this movie. <laughs> Yeah, so we are given that a nothing better to do because this is something that we will never watch again. <laughs> no, Thank this God. is something, dude. Like, there's some movies that I've watched that, like, if you were to ask me, like, that have been, it's been so long since I've seen them. Like, if you were to ask me, oh, have you seen this movie? I'd have to think about it, mm-hmm. about whether or not I've seen it. And it's kind of like the the Norbit situation. I I. I feel like I've seen it. I'm not 100% sure, but this is a movie that if someone says, hey, have you ever seen Saltburn? Instant, yeah. Unfortunately. <laughs> this, like, it will be like 50 years down the line, like, hey, Grandpa, like, have you ever seen this movie? I sure did. And uh, <laughs> how do you know what that movie is? So, yeah. it mm, No bueno. No bueno. No. And like we we discuss it in our our little breakdown of it. It's not necessarily that the movie's creepy or like that it has weird stuff like that. It's just poorly structured. The story is just it's not great. Yeah. You don't like there's the motivations that these characters have is is non-existent. Like and I I feel that because I'm sure that there's got to be at least one person that, you know, like talking about, you know, like the drinking the semen water and everything. And they're just going to be like, oh, well, you know, you, you guys just don't get it. You're 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 not gay. You're, you you know, you're straight. And I, I will I will back our statement up being like uh, I'm bi. And uh, even I think that that's freaking weird. Dude, setting the orientation aside, that's weird. For anyone. No, I agree. Oh, I absolutely agree. But you know that there's going to be at least one person that's just like, oh, you guys just don't, you you just, you just don't get it. Like some people are into that stuff. Um, okay. First if off, you're into if, that, you do, um, if you do get it, go seek help. Yeah, please <laughs> go see a therapist. Um, Cause y'all need it. Yeah. Not trying to like yuck anyone's yum here, but <laughs> no. Just no. no. <laughs> oh man, I just wanted to freaking point that out because like there, there's got I'm sh- maybe not on our podcast, but like there's probably at least one person out there just be like, oh, you just don't get it because you know you 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 don't. You're like absolutely that. correct on that, sir. Yeah. I do not get it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't get it, and I'm bisexual. So there you go. Yeah. No thanks. Uh, Do honestly. Listen, this this has nothing to do with like I like personally. This has nothing to do about like the whole gay straight or sexual orientation for me. I I'm trying to okay, let me let me think of how I want to word this. I love my wife more than anything in the world. I would rather stab myself in the leg with a very very blunt knife then drink her her bath water <laughs> you yeah. could not pay me enough to do that and i love that answer that's true love right there <laughs> folks you are listening to true love right there <laughs> yeah like 
No, just no. It's weird. It, it is weird. Yeah. It, it it's just again. This is with someone that I spend my life with that has seen me at my worst, and I have seen her at her worst. I will never drink her bathwater. And gosh, this is a weird discussion to have, isn't it? <laughs> a little bit. I'm, yeah. I'm sorry it, if I like, opened yeah, too many has, doors bringing that up. This is why I'm saying it has nothing to do with like, oh, it's just a kink. No, this is a mental health problem. <laughs> Very much so. If you guys have, if you guys do watch the movie, there's a part way more down the line that's even more of a health mental health problem. Yeah, there mm, mm. for not just the character, for the actor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Barry, my boy, what were you thinking? Just oh my gosh, just bro. <laughs> what it's not like you were getting paid extra for coming i know (laughs) i think that's what throws me just like you did that that was extra credit without the credit (laughs) dude straight up oh Oh, god so yeah salt bird don't watch it or you know unless you got save yourself the trouble (laughs) if you really want to i guess go for it but like be prepared for one of the most uncomfortable movies that you will probably ever experience in your life. Yeah. And and we'll attempt to get our hands on the little breakdown we did, maybe release it as a bonus episode or, or whatever. But yeah, it is uh no bueno. <laughs> no, not at all. Yeah. And uh um, yeah, with that, that's everything that we've watched this week. Yeah. So, yeah, that's it for Weekly Watches. So, Caleb, what do you say we get into our breakdown of the evening? I say let's do it. And to celebrate this being Mean Girls, I say we change our tune a little bit. There we go. Because on Tuesdays, we wear pink. I know it's Tuesday. Wednesdays. It's, I know I know it's Wednesdays, but we record these on Tuesdays. So, Tuesdays are, on Tuesdays, our backgrounds are pink. Yeah. Well, well, okay. We're not live streaming this. Okay, and we do sometimes record on. I mean, if you didn't say anything, we could have lied. God damn it. <laughs> Son of a bitch. I, I sh- you know, I really should have worn pink. I should have worn my pink polo that I have. God damn it. Yeah, I don't own anything oh, well. pink yet. <laughs> When um, after, you know, the Mean Girls episode comes out and everything, we get your amazing art that you design. Um, when it comes to our tea Public shop, do they offer pink in hoodies? No. Damn it. I was going to say, I'm going to buy both of us a pink hoodie. And we're going to sport that the next time that I'm there. But we, on a Wednesday, of course. <laughs> I think... That that would only make sense with the meme or within the context of like going to see Mean Girls. No, 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 no. We can, <laughs> we can, we can just start wearing uh, pink all the time on Wednesdays. This this movie pushes us to do that now every single week. I mean, it might be eh? pushing you eh? a bit harder than it's pushing me. But wow. <laughs> Caleb's a party pooper. <laughs> wow. 
I'm asking to do one thing for the All Bros, and he won't do it. Actually, he does so much for the All Bros, so I can't really <laughs> say anything. I can't say that. <laughs> oh shit. Um. Anyway, getting into our breakdown of Mean Girls. Um, Caleb, I can't remember. Did we post a question of the week? Uh, we recorded one. So I, no, no bueno. <laughs> no. Okay. So what ended up happening with that is I was like, I was posting ketchup stuff. And then I, I thought I posted the question of the week until I checked like before we recorded. Oh, shit. And I was like, ah, damn it. <laughs> Oops. Ah, it's okay. Yeah. We recorded it. I just forgot to post it. Yeah. It's all good. Um, well, anyway, uh, then uh, moving on to the next segment of the breakdown. Caleb, do you want to let people know how we break down movies on this podcast? I would love to. All right. If you are new to our breakdown system, we have split movies into eight different categories that we individually score to come to a final All Bros letter grade. The eight categories that we score are story, writing, acting, character development, effects, music costumes and then we give it our own personal score at the very end all of those numbers get magically added up and spit through our algorithm and give us a letter grade to compare this movie to others of a similar grade um so if you have not seen mean girls 2024 you're probably fine as long as you've seen the original mean girls yeah they, and they don't really add any <laughs> Did they really add anything? Not just just the music. Thing. Yeah. Just yeah. just the music. Yeah. So there's not much to spoil as long as you've seen the original Mean Girls. Um uh, if you have or if you haven't seen that then yeah, there's going to be spoilers ahead uh in our favorite segment. So I'm going to post the spoiler warning now. Um but yeah, in our favorite segment that we like to call Reading with Rose. Why is it everyone else's favorite segment except for mine? Well, that's how these segments work, Rose. Well, <laughs> I don't like that. Well, too bad. <laughs> All right. 16-year-old homeschooled Katie Heron moves back to the United States from Kenya with her mother and attends North Shore High School. Katie befriends outsiders Janice Mikey. Did they ever say her how this pronounce her last name? Not that I caught. Okay, so we're just going to go with Janice and Miki. I hope that's right. And Damien Hubbard, who introduced her to the various cliques and warned her to avoid the plastics. Who, oh my God, who consists of the doubtful Gretchen Wieners, unintelligent Karen Shetty, and Queen Bee Regina George? Regina invites Katie to join the plastics. I'm sorry, Caddy. My bad. Apologies. Uh, <laughs> Janice uses this as an opportunity to convince Caddy to infiltrate the group for her. Caddy can. Okay, I can't do it. Katie becomes attracted to Aaron Samuels, a senior in her calculus class and Regina's ex-boyfriend. Katie tells Gretchen and Karen that she likes Aaron, who who warn her that he is off limits as he has dated Regina. Katie goes to Regina's house with the plastics and Regina's mom finds her old burn book, a scrapbook, the plastics filled with cruel content about students and staff at the school. Oh my God, excuse me. Katie tells Janice and Damien about the burn book, and they explain that Janice and Regina were once friends but fell out after Regina outed Janice as a lesbian to the school. I I really appreciate that even though we don't, you know, like actually see a flashback or anything, we actually see the whole 
this time around of like the the true fallout between Regina and Janice. So I I actually really appreciate that 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 they added that. I did too. Like it was something I had to double check. I'm like, did we ever get that backstory? But yeah, so very happy that they that they gave us that. Yeah. Uh, Katie begins to in- intentionally fall fail math to get closer to Aaron, who invites her to his Halloween party. Regina discovers Katie's crush on Aaron and, in a fit of jealousy, flirts with Aaron before kissing him in front of Katie. Realizing Janice was right about Regina, she agrees to commit to her plan to ruin Regina's reputation. Katie tricks Regina into eating weight gain calteen bars to lose weight and replaces her face cream with lard. The trio target Gretchen's insecurities by having a candy cane gram sent to Katie on Regina's behalf, making Gretchen think Katie is her new best friend. Gretchen reveals Regina's secrets to Katie, including her cheating on Aaron with football player Shane Omen. Regina's reputation takes a further hit after a disastrous performance at the Winter Talent Show leads to viral embarrassment with Regina's social status plummeting. Katie... Be- Wow, sorry. <sighs> Which leads to Regina's social status plummeting, and Katie becomes the new Queen Bee. Janice invites Katie to her art show, but Katie tells her she has to travel with her mom on a business trip. However, Katie later convinces her mom to let her stay home and secretly throws a house party where she drunkenly admits to Aaron that she has been deliberately failing math to get closer to him. Aaron rebukes Katie for becoming as manipulative as Regina and storms out. Katie follows him out and is confronted by Janice, who confronts her on being as cat as catty as Regina. Uh, Katie accuses Janice of being in love with her, and Janice responds that Katie has become fully plastic, renouncing their friendship. I don't think she she actually says the line. It's not like you're in love. It's like you're in love with me or something. I swear she says something else. No, she says that she, like like obsessed. That's okay, and then yeah. that's the that that's the term that Regina w- used with Janice, like when they were back when they were friends. And the reason that she was saying that is because she was like lesbian, and that's like oh she loves me. So, okay. it, so I guess it kind of goes hand in hand. So it was just like that assumption. Okay. And so it was just that terminology. That was what um, Regina had used. So I think that that's why it was just like, oh, because she's like in love with her or whatever. Okay. At least that's how I figured it. No, that makes sense. Uh, Regina discovers that she w- Re- Regina discovers she was not invited to the party and that Katie lied about the calteen bars. She adds herself into the burn book and deliberately drops it in the school hallway. Upon the discovery, a you know <laughs> during this part when you know she uh, you know just drops the burn book instead of you know making copies and everything throwing them around the school, I'm just like. Wait, then how the how the hell are people going to get this spread? And everyone starts taking out their phones like, duh, Jonathan, it's 2020. It's <laughs> it's the 2020s. I don't Dude, that, a moment there. That was honestly one of my favorite things that they did uh, or the changes that they made. I never really liked how she went and posted picture or posted everything around the school because I was like, that's a lot of work. Yeah. And then this, it was just simple. It was like borderline elegant and it spread like freaking wildfire. And I'm like, fantastic. That's how it should have been done. 
but obviously I, that couldn't have been the case back in whenever. What, what when was uh, this other two thousand six? No, two thousand four. Two thousand four. Yeah, that that wouldn't have worked in two thousand four. Yeah. Yeah. Um, sorry. Oh, wow. She has her son. Upon the discovery, a riot breaks out among the junior girls over the rumors in the book. Principal Duval and math teacher Miss Norbury organize the junior girls into the gymnasium to find the source of the book. Miss Norbury stages a cathartic intervention, encouraging the girls to apologize to each other about their treatment of others. Janice speaks out and reveals the whole plan to take revenge on Regina, who storms out in anger and during a confrontation with Katie is hit by a bus. The freak this one felt more violent than the oh my gosh, like, dude. Damn, <laughs> like I did you jump? Yeah, I, yeah, I did. <laughs> I don't know, like the, the one in 2004, like it, it's like such a quick shot. They're just like, oh, freaking, you see her body move with the bus. It, you're just like, oh my god, like, <laughs> dude. Like, I, I'll be real, I forgot that that was coming. Until oh they were like outside, I'm like, oh, she like she's about to get hit by the, and then the boom, like the bus comes. I'm like, oh shit, <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> uh, Katie, uh, I'm, really glad, I'm glad that they were able to surprise me again with that. No, dude, same here. Yeah, I did not expect to get a freaking jump scare from the freaking bus. So freaking kudos to them. They they did great with that. Mm-hmm. I, I think I think what throws you off because is because you know their fight is happening in the background while you're listening to Janice's song. That's what throw I I feel that's what throws you off. Like you you're not focused on the fight. Oh, for there, real, there's no, dude. There's no dialogue this time around, which I th- which is perfectly fine because the the song that Janice sings is great. So the fact that you're focused on Janice and you're not really focused on Regina and Katie. So yeah, freaking when the when the bus comes, you're like, oh shit, yeah, I forgot that that that. That's supposed to come in the scene. <laughs> <laughs> they they handled that beautifully. They did. Oh God. Um, Katie realizes the damage she has done and takes full responsibility for the book, leading to her. Oh my God. Excuse me. I'm so sorry. Leading her to be suspended for three weeks. Miss Norbury offers Katie a way to earn extra credit by joining the mathletes at stage championships. And Katie redeems herself after helping the team win. At the Spring Fling, Katie reconciles with Regina and is elected Spring Fling Queen, but snaps a plastic crown and gives pieces out to the girls, telling them that they are all special in their own way. Katie apologizes to Janice and Damien, who accept her back as their friend and makes amends with the plastics. Katie also makes up with Aaron as they kiss. Hell there, yeah. I, I will admit there were there were some changes with with the plot that I I liked that like because yes you know like they it, it's the same it's the same movie you know it's the same plot but they do make some changes I mean of course you know with it being a musical adaptation of the musical from Broadway that's like the hugest difference but they do tweak some things that I I, I really liked like I like how the ending is it just ends at the uh, spring fling whereas in the original you see uh, them like in their own cliques uh, back at school um, and then like they introduce like the new plastics and they joke about them getting hit by a bus like I, I like that this one just ended at the spring fling same here I think it would have been if would have felt odd to introduce new plastics um mm-hmm. One thing that I really liked that was that um, Regina 
at the end, like at the spring fling, was freaking like doped up. He's <laughs> like, like, I like you, but I'm really medicated right now, so I like everybody. <laughs> <laughs> the fact that she misses the crown when she throws it to her. Dude, I that was such a lovely piece of comedy. It was like, so great. It's fantastic. I freaking loved that they dude, were able to dude, add that. Freaking that. And then they had um the the mom get in with the pictures and she's freaking like she was having some intimate uh shots with uh what was his name? Um uh Sean. Shane or Shane, Shane. Yeah, Shane Shane Owen. Or yeah, Shane Owen. Yeah. Um like damn woman. <laughs> yeah, dude, that was as funny as hell. Yeah. Oh man. This um, like oh sorry, go. No, I was just saying, like they're they're they they like the changes that they did make were really well done. Mm -hmm. But I think they knew what to touch and what not to. Yes, because like all of the classic lines and stuff like uh, like hop in loser were <laughs> like we're going shopping or we're dude freaking the way that Renee rap says that line and like with the glasses like pulled down. I'm like, damn, girl, slay, <laughs> dude, she oh, can't wait to talk about what acting. Oh, my God. Yeah, she. Mm. But yeah, I mean, just talking about story first, getting like right into it. This this was really well executed. This I'll say this. There were some things about the original that I, I feel they, they just couldn't quite match. That's fair. Which I mean, which tracks like we kind of expected that to be the case, right? Yeah. Um, But the things that they they added or changed or whatever, those were really welcome changes agreed like the update about how the burn book was spread or like i said regina being doped up at at spring fling and um like just those little items too i i, I feel like the uh i everything just kind of like pulled together really well yeah I, again and it's because they knew what to touch and what not to Apparently, and I think this was really cool. Um, when Janice and um, Damien go to Katie's party and they pull up on his like freaking grandma's scooter, um, I had no idea that's actually from the the Broadway version. Uh, so they decided to bring that bring that over from there, and I love that they did that. That's freaking awesome. That's amazing. I, oh my gosh, I loved the new Janice and Damien, dude. Seriously. Like the fact that they were the narrators for this was even was way better. Like, oh my god, I I loved them so much. They were so good. Yeah. Um. How how did you feel about the plastics this time around? I liked them. I I did too. Um. I will say maybe maybe it's just me the like and I know that they're not like real like true friends. But I don't know. It felt like kind of more like a closer bond in the original than in this one. That is absolutely true. Um, I I would say with um, oh shit, I need to pull up their freaking names and, and stuff. <laughs> I am not going to remember. Uh, twenty twenty four. 
Okay, so the one that played Gretchen, who was she originally played? Was that Amanda Seyfried's character, or was that Karen, or was she Karen? No, she was Karen. She was Karen? Okay. The new Karen, I think, was just a little too dumb. I, Dude, I felt the same way. Like, the first time we introduced her, and, like, she, like, misses the straw, and it goes up her nose. I'm like, okay. Like, yeah, you're dumbing her up a little too much here. She was never this dumb in the like and I know she was dumb, but just I don't know. The way that they played her dumbness in the in the original was I feel way better in this one. Although her freaking song that she sings at the, the Halloween party, that was, was freaking great. Yeah, that, that was, was a solid freaking song. Um, I did like the new Gretchen though. I did too. She added so much more uh dynamic to the character um, to the point where like I felt more bad for this Gretchen than I did in dude. In no joke. Like, no joke. She, she was great. Um, they played on that panic of her so well. Yes. This, that, like I said, in the, in the, like, or like you just said in the original, I don't think they, they quite pulled off as well as they wanted to, mm -hmm. but this was done amazingly yeah yeah she was like yeah. so much so i like there was a lot like of things that i understood better because of this movie that's fair that is completely fair like uh what what, what are some examples so the biggest one obviously being gretchen um but i'd say like the guilt trip that um what's her face uh katie did or are pulled on her parents to like stay home or whatever the case was for that. I liked how that kind of played a factor. Like she had to like guilt her mom into leaving her. No, I, I, I honestly liked the parent relationship way more in this one. than I did in the first, or it was a lot more impactful. Yeah. And the, that was another change that after her suspension, the, in the original, it was just, she went back to school and kind of dealt with everything herself. She never really discussed all that stuff with her parents. And so like the discussion that she had with her, her mom here was great. Yes. And how she was wanting to run away. And I love the, the line that, that she gives the um, living here. You're learning things that I can't teach you. And I'm like, that's amazing. Yeah. Like that, that's freaking, I, I love that. I love that little addition. Um, so yeah, loved, love that change. Um, freaking loved Janice and Damien. I love the little like throw or the, the lines <laughs> where, um, or like when Katie or when, um, Regina was using the lard face cream stuff and she's like, where did you get this? And the, just the, the little like, flashback to janice and damien putting lard in there and just like ding <laughs> like that i love that i love uh, those little comedic bits that they were able to throw in with those two those two were fantastic they they were like, uh, so so good um yeah i feel like and correct me if i'm wrong did they make aaron an asshole in the the other one not really. I mean, honestly, I feel like his characters played the same in this one. 
Okay. I wasn't um, sure because I was remember for whatever reason that he was like a like an asshole. No. Uh, and the, like the trying time... to like fool around with Katie when she was or not fool around. I I, I, I rem was remembering for whatever reason that he was like a shitty character or ended up being shitty. And it it, it would play it off a bit different this go round where when Regina was like seducing him it like it played a lot better in this it it did um and i, I think it de the song definitely definitely helped uh with that scene because yeah in the the original all of a sudden um uh kate you know regina's telling him about how you know katie like has a a, a journal that says i heart aaron samuels and all this i appreciate it in this one like she didn't like say any of that kind of stuff she's like you know like you know, she, she's my friend and, you know, I think she, she really has a huge crush on you and she really just leaves it at that. She doesn't like try to be like, Oh, you know, like she does this, 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 and this, like it's, it's kind of cute, but it's a little creepy. Um, so I appreciated that they didn't like push it, uh, to that level. Um, but yeah, in the original, literally she says that and then she just goes and all of a sudden just kisses him. Um, and so I, I feel in this one, there's a lot more better buildup uh, to them getting back together. And the song, the song that leads into it is definitely a huge help. Yeah. Like, I think the songs were able to improve on the on the scenes like that a lot. Yes. And so it was able to make the story make a little bit more sense, make it flow a little bit better than maybe the original did i i will still say i do think overall the original is like you can't beat the original no you can't but um, this was a pretty solid like follow-up yeah th this can proudly stand on a pedestal right next to the original yeah i wish we got more cameos though <laughs> dude seriously i thought the same like um because we get a cameo from Lindsay lohan in this, she plays the um, math, math, uh, wow, the math uh, contest announcer. Um, but yeah, I was hoping we would get one from Amanda Seyfried, the girl that played Gretchen, freaking even uh, the original Regina George. Um, yeah, I was hoping for like all, all four of them to cameo. I don't know if Rachel McAdams would have. I don't know. I think, okay, so I know I, no, good, fair point. Um, but I, did you see that like interview where like, they were they were asking her about like the Walmart commercial, and she said that if she would have known that the other three were coming back, that she would have gladly done it, because um, she would have okay. loved to. That's so. So that was my reference. I'm like, well, she didn't do the Walmart commercial, so I figured like maybe she's just not like into doing that role again. No, it's, if she if they didn't even approach her about it, that's a completely separate thing. So I think they did. So they approached her about the uh, the commercial, but she's like, eh, I don't really want to do a commercial because I guess she just doesn't like doing them. But she was never told when she was pitched the commercial that, oh, hey, we're getting we're getting the other three back. Um, she was never told that she didn't. She wasn't told it was going to be a plastics reunion. So she was told that she would have gladly come back and had a, been a part of it. But unfortunately, she wasn't told she wasn't told that at the time. Um, but yeah, freaking like I was because like i saw that there was an end credit scene so i'm like oh okay you know they, that'd be really cool if like maybe they incorporate all four of them into dude, that what like, a for... letdown dude right <laughs> dude that part was in the freaking trailer but you could be really hot if we have fixed like everything and then that's it i'm just like so like literally i i'm not saying i wasted time watching the credits because i love watching you know seeing 
what how many people worked on on these films but the fact that it was a freaking clip that i saw in the goddamn trailer like yeah that was that was one of the most pointless end credit scenes i've ever seen dude i would have i would have much preferred for it to just go black after that like are you kidding i like out loud was just like come on <laughs> no dude i yeah, i was i got off i'm just like okay so same clip i saw in the commercial uh, in the trailer okay thank god i was the only one left in the theater because i said it a little too loud yeah that was that was some horse shit yeah that, that was wasted dumb. wasted opportunity like i would have really liked for like this is personally what i would have done i would have had like Lindsay lohan come and like sit down at a bar and then all like the four of them are at the table and then yes. like, and then have like the, the one girl who kept trying to make fetch happen, have her say fetch. Yes. <laughs> like that's what I would have done. Uh, and then like had the whole, like stop trying to make fetch happen. Boom. Done. That's what that's, that would have been the perfect. Just like, ah, love it. <laughs> that would have been perfect. I would have loved that. But unfortunately we got what we got. <laughs> Yeah, jeez. So yeah, that that was a bummer. That was yeah. a big bummer. But I mean, the overall, like the uh, the flow of this movie was really good. It, dude, it was freaking from the like when they started like the first uh, song. Like I don't know, like throughout, like I just there were moments that I could just not stop smiling. Like I had such a great time with this one. I did too. This was this was good. And dude, like, did you have you seen the videos going around on TikTok of people like recording um, the audience reaction to it being a musical? I have. Thankfully, they, none of my, they sorry. do it to like the third song. Yeah, it's like, dude, the movie like literally the movie first second starts with a song. Yeah. I'm like, what did you th think? Like, you're just reacting to it now? Yeah. Because I was expecting that to be like the first song. I'm like, wow, that's kind of deep into the story before they do a song. Yeah, dude. Right. And yeah, then I, like, I went and watched it. Yeah. Went to go see it today. And I was just like, that's horse shit. Yeah. Like, you know, it's a musical by now. Like, they don't keep it a freaking secret until yeah. that point. I, dude, I was honestly with the audience that I was with today, which honestly, okay. Today with Mean Girls, one of the best theater experiences I've ever had. Oh, that's awesome. There was nobody on their phones. Nobody talked. It was fantastic. Um, but there were like some old people that were uh, around me. And I I honestly was just waiting for one of them to let out a big Ugh, when they found out I was a musical. No freaking. So like there was a couple in front of me and then uh, three uh, old, uh, elderly ladies to uh, to like kind of like in front all the way to the left. They were freaking getting into it. They were enjoying it. I loved it. Um, but th then what shocked me is, uh, th uh, there wasn't a lot of like laughter at the, uh, the jokes that were in the movie. Like the only people that laughed, uh, I felt in the theater were me and like the guy that was a little, uh, ways down on the same row. Like we were the only people that laughed. It's like, dude, that always makes me super self-conscious dude. Right. I'm just like, okay, like it's, this is funny, right? I think this is funny. <laughs> Dude, that made me like that's the same situation that I had. So the my theater was practically empty other than these two. I'm assuming that they were friends. Mm -hmm. Um and I felt weird coming in to the theater because I was wearing like 
like a, just I was wearing a jacket. I was wearing dark colors and just, like going to check out Mean Girls. Like I felt a little like self conscious about it. Dude, never feel self conscious for a movie. No, I felt self conscious about it because they like as soon as I came in, they were like eyeballing where I was sitting. Oh, really? oh, I hate it when people do that. Yeah. So, and I think it was because they felt like they were in danger or something. Oh my god! <laughs> but yeah, I was laughing pretty hard at some of this stuff, and they Dude. were not laughing at all. This movie like, was hilarious, I'm right? Just, it's I'm so good. Thinking, I'm like making me feel like a weirdo, <laughs> right? Okay, I have to know though. Did they wear pink? No. Wow. I don't think. Don't yeah. worry, nobody in my. Uh... In my theater, or pink either. Well, it is Tuesday, so <laughs> that's true. You know what? You're right. Oh man, but yeah, it it was a solid story. I liked what they were able to do, and like this was definitely one of the more musicals I I would have had issues with if they would have not made the music part of the storytelling. That's fair. But the fact yeah. that they were able to push the story forward using the music was a big benefit in my eyes. Because I I, really I hate when it's just like, oh, taking a quick pause to tell or to sing this this song. Yeah. Or this like random ass song that has no bearing on the story whatsoever. Like every song felt necessary. Yes. To, it did. The, to the plot. So I, I I'm not quite in the 90s with this yet. That that's fair. I'm not either, honestly. Yeah. Where are you sitting at? Oh, dude, like I this is this is how you do an update to a classic. Um, even though, like I said before, this is this isn't really even considered a remake because it's an adaptation of the musical. Um, but like I don't th this is like a perfect example of how you make a you you bring a movie back for a new audience that can hopefully uh, appreciate the story all over again. Um and they did such a great job. Um, so I don't know. I think I'm at an 88. I'm like right there with you. I'm sitting at an 87. All right. Hell All right. Yeah. Next up, we got writing. Writing was pretty solid here, too. It was not bad. Like, I like don't wrong. I feared Regina George in the original. Like, I fear both of them, but like. The way that she's written in this one, oh damn, she's. Mm. I okay, I and this is probably an act an an acting thing. I am with you. I I oh, so I didn't quite feel the level of intimidation for uh, the Rachel McAdams Regina George that I felt for this version of Regina George. Dude, she killed it. Dude, right? <laughs> the fact that she um she's come she uh, oh my god, she played Regina George on the Broadway uh version of this. So they just brought her into the movie version. Makes Great me so call. happy. Dude, Great right? Call. It was perfect. <laughs> like oh my god, she she I mean, I've never seen the Broadway adaptation, but from what I've seen, I'm sure she didn't miss a goddamn beat because I I would be surprised if she did because, <laughs> yeah, like, ugh. dude, what honestly, if someone's if if it ever comes out that they're just like, oh, well, she didn't give as strong of a performance as she did in the on Broadway, I'd be like, I need tickets to that 
immediately. Yeah. You're telling me she did better on Broadway? <laughs> uh like she yeah, she killed it. Like I like I said, I never really felt that intimidation for Regina before. And this I, like it was immediate too. I was just like like I was uneasy. The second yeah, she the screen, I was like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> and dude, and it is the the song helps so much. Like the way they're just like, "Oh my god, it's her!" Don't look her in the eyes, and you see her walk in, and just <laughs> and you don't see her face yet, and just you you hear her sing the "My name is Regina George." I'm like, I'm getting goosebumps over here. <laughs> like shit, should I hide? <laughs> Like, funny oh, enough, they weren't talking to Katie, they were talking to the audience. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. Ooh. Oh. Yeah. Freaking. Yeah. The, the, the intimidation. And then, like, as they, like, got along, the intimidation just got, like, better. Yeah. Like, seriously. Like, God, yeah, shoot. Like, I feel every character here, almost every character is expanded on from the original and i really appreciate that a lot i feel that and we've already talked about her i feel the one that like i feel gets dumbed down way too much is karen yep um karen i feel had a lot more character in the first one um because you know like i i love that moment that she has with katie where katie's just like you're, you're not dumb karen she's like yeah i am you know they, they have a really nice talk about you know who who karen is um but yeah, like here, you never see any of those moments. Yeah. Um, and, and I'm not knocking the actress. Um, she does great with what she's given. Um, but just, yeah, like out of everybody, um, she unfortunately gets the short end of the stick because everybody others, everybody else's character is, I feel gets way more, gets more depth than they did in the original, uh, especially Damien and, um, and Janice, like, Oh my God, they were amazing. Gretchen, like you pointed out earlier. Um, just just every everyone's character writing gets expanded on from the original except for karen yeah i think like with expanding on everyone else like there is someone that kind of has to take a back seat to it and when you're doing something that's a little bit more emotional with gretchen like yeah you kind of have to like let someone go to the wayside and unfortunately that just happened to be karen it's true i feel if i'm thinking of another one that his character's not ruined. It's just he stays the exact same as he was in the original. It would be Aaron's character. Nothing yeah. really changes with him. And I that, would that, have minded less Aaron and more Karen. Same, honestly, because like I I love the actress that they picked to play Karen. Like what she did was great. But just yeah, if we could have gotten some more moments of like honestly, even just like how I don't know her connection with Regina and Gretchen like would have added more to her character. Yeah. Yeah. The, the writing here I I'd say is pretty on par, but I would say I'd put it a little bit lower. I'm with you there. Not much though. Like where I'm given story in 87, I'm probably going to give writing in 86. I'm going to match you there. I'm going to be an 86 too. All right. Next up we got acting. So pulling up this cast list real quick. All right. First up, we have Angori Rice, who played Katie Heron. We have Renee Rapp, who played Regina George. 
then we have ooh, don't know how to pronounce that. I think it's Owley Craval Craval. I might. Have <laughs> I hope I spelled it right. I think it's Alihi. Alihi. I think it's Alihi Cravalho. Is this? I can't. I could be getting wrong. Is this Moana? Yes. Oh, is. this is Moana. Yep, this is Moana. <laughs> Dude, I knew that voice sounded familiar. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh. Oh, yeah. Uh, all right. Next, we got Jaquel Spivy, who played Damian Hubbard. Uh. Bebe Wood, who played Gretchen Wieners. I think Dude, it's BB. I forgot. Is it BB? I think it's BB. Okay, BB Wood, who played Gretchen Wieners. Oh, man, I keep forgetting that her last name is Wieners. <laughs> that shit's hilarious. I don't care who it, you, who it you is. are. It absolutely is. Uh, let's see. Avantika, who played Karen Shetty. Uh, Christopher Briney, who played Aaron Samuel. Oh, he's the last one. And yeah. Aaron Christopher Briney, who played Aaron Samuels. I didn't know if you wanted me to include the teacher, so I just included the. I'd the say no. Okay, I, like right. they were in it a decent chunk, but I think it was just shy of what uh, I'd say is worth putting on here. Okay, so yeah. So what's your uh, your top three look like? Oh God, this is so hard, <laughs> dude. It is ridiculous. Dude, this is one of the hard. hardest. Because everyone does so good. Um, I think I have like an obvious number one and then a very, very close second. Okay. And then number three, I'm like everyone else. <laughs> so is, is number one, I'm going to just assume is number one Renee rap. Yes. Okay. Same here. <laughs> okay. Okay, so both of our number ones is Renee Rapp, who played Regina George, because she is queen. She oh killed my it. Gosh, dude. Like I said, never felt that intimidation f towards she... Regina George until her. Yeah. Like everyone else is like, oh my gosh, like she seems so like mean and vicious. And like Regina, like from the OG, I'm just like, does she though? Like it just kind of seems like she's real like bitchy. <laughs> yeah. And but this one, I'm like, yeah, I, I get how you could fall for that shit. <laughs> <laughs> and like when she went and like scared that one girl, like when they were singing the Apex Predator song oh, I, yeah. and she like walks up and like scares that girl off. I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> oh, man. Like, yeah, that startled me, too. <laughs> uh, all right. So both agree with number one, Renee Rapp. Number two, God, this is so hard. I, I think number two. Oh, oops, sorry. Yeah, uh, number two, I'll go with Alihi Cravalho. Um, I loved her it in wow, her iteration. I think that's the word I'm looking for of uh, Janice. Um, yeah, it's really so. In the first one, her name is Janice Ian. I guess in this one, they decided to change her last name. Interesting. Um. Oh well, um, but yeah, I I loved her uh, portrayal here of Janice. She was amazing. She, on a, the fact that we got the story of why what happened with her and Regina, um, I feel that added so much more depth to honestly both characters. But I mean, her a little more so just because you know a lot more emotional for her, um, and just yeah, she just freaking 
killed it in every scene, every song she sang just was phenomenal, like absolutely phenomenal. Um, so she gets number two, three. I, if sorry with you, I'm going to say three and four just because it's they're so close. Okay. So number three, I'm going to give to BB Wood for the sole fact that for how much she added to Gretchen Wiener's character, because I, she adds just so much more depth emotion. Just you understand more. So why she wants to, why she wants to, Oh my God, why she wants to please Regina more in this, in this version, which I appreciate a ton. They did a fantastic job with that. And she she pulled out that music box and started giving the backstory on that. Like the whole song that she gives after she opened that, I was just like, yo, this that's heartbreaking. Yeah, right. (laughs) Seriously. Yeah. It's so sad. (laughs) Um, yeah, no, she she was fantastic. Amazing as Gretchen. But number four, and like I said, it was a coin flip just because like because of her, like the the, the depth that she added to Gretchen, like she kind of, she just, she just slides past this, this one actor into, into third, but it's so close. Um, but if I had to do four, I would give it to Jaquil Spivy, Damien freaking oh st- stole every single scene that he was in. Um, okay. You know what? Actually, no, I'm sorry. I'm, 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 I'm going to change up my order. <laughs> you know what? Yeah, um, so, you know what? He's going to number two. Alihi Cravalho's moving down to three, and then BB Woods going to four. I'm sorry, I just he stole every single scene that he was in. He was amazing. I I loved him to death, and just ah, yeah. I I think I'm I think I'm sticking with that, dude. You are not wrong. I so I am actually in agreement with you. So number one was um, Renee. My number two, I'm actually going to pair them as a duo was Ali Cravalho and Jaquel Spivy. They were the perfect dynamic duo. Like they, they were fantastic and absolutely zero complaints from either of their performances. Like they were so much freaking fun, and like I'd say more so than the original. Dude, I agree. I absolutely agree. Yeah. So I I like this duo better. Like it's funny how you like we could like. I love when you're able to like pick and choose like your favorites from the two. So yeah, the this is like by a hair my favorite. Uh, Damien and uh, oh balls, Janice. Uh, my number four, I think I'm going to give to the lead and Gory Rice. Uh, loved her as as Katie. Um, interesting that they were still trying to go the redhead route with her. It, I mean, it worked. She, I, she, I know, but I, like, I thought she looked great. I well, okay, well, I thought she looked great. I wouldn't have considered her hair red though. That's fair. Like, I think that's something like you kind of need to go all out with that. If you're going to yeah. call her a, a redhead like this, like, this was very like strawberry blonde. If you got to go Lindsay Lohan red, like, come on. I wouldn't say Lindsay Lohan. You just, you need Fair to enough. go a, a few shades redder than what you had. All right. 
this was like barely like when they were uh talking about how katie was like the new up and cover the new regina and everything and they're just like oh my gosh should i go red and i was like I mean, maybe blonde. she should first <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah that's more <laughs> costume complaint than anything um she, yeah but she was great i thought she added a lot of new life into into this character absolutely agree she she would have been my uh, fifth number five yeah, she she was great. I loved her performance, how easily she was able to switch between um, her different strong, stronger emotions. Like I like I said, the the conversation that she had with her mom, um, like the the multiple, like how she was able to like basically be like in tears, like I can't go with you. I'm a, or like you want me to be a bad friend, and I'm like, like shit, like this was like this this that's something. That I would have felt my kid like if like once I figured out that it was like a ruse and everything, I would have been like, I'm not believing a damn thing you're saying ever again. <laughs> <laughs> like that was freaking Oscar worthy shit. And I would have fallen for it hook, line and sinker. Same. And so, yeah, like her pulling that was really funny. Um, but then her emotional moments with her mom like felt very genuine too mm-hmm. so and it was fantastic a lot more depth to the emotion uh i think she was able to portray than Lindsay lohan was i agree and i feel that this one benefits i think i already said this it benefits a lot from it just being her mom mom and her um that the dad's not in the picture this time around yeah Ooh. Acting was pretty good. Oh, dude. So, so good. Dude, Renee Rapp, she was able to pull off the freaking jokes or like the comedic lines, like when she was freaking doped up so well. Dude, I forgot. Yes, what, there's a line that she says when she's all doped up, and, and I, I can't remember it for the life of me, but it made me laugh so freaking hard. <laughs> uh, let me see if I I'm hoping IMDB has some uh damn it, it's only got one line. Oh lame. I don't even remember. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I I knew it was that that like the scene at the end when she's in the bathroom, she's just like like I'm so doped I I can't feel a thing. <laughs> yeah, damn ah, yeah, I can't. The only part that I'm remembering from that is just when she's like, I like you, but I'm opt up on meds. I like everybody. Yeah. It was like like, right before that. It was like, she says something that like just made me laugh. (laughs) Um, Yeah. And then, Oh my gosh, dude, the freaking Christmas performance. Like she took that fall like a champ. Dude, seriously. Like, (laughs) damn, like, holy shit. Like, yeah, I, I like that they changed that in this one that, you know, like it wasn't like, oh, the like, you know, like the freaking music gets messed up. And so they decide to actually start singing it and getting into it. No, this this performance ends in freaking embarrassment. Yeah, like, I, I appreciated that change. I did, too, because I like like I said, I remember that being like, what was the thing that made Regina not popular? Was it the freaking burn book? 
Uh, no. So in the original, it's it's kind of like a lot. It's how is it? Because they do change some things with how she becomes, you know, unpopular. Um, yeah. Uh, it, it's basically like a lot of the same. Just you know, the Gretchen and Karen says, "Oh, you can't sit with us," so they're not friends anymore. I feel one thing that they definitely do change with Aaron is that he actually does catch her cheating in this one. Whereas um, in the original, he's just told that she is cheating and he believes it. And so he breaks up with her. Whereas in this one, he actually full on sees her cheating on it, cheating on him. Mm -hmm. um, and I, I really liked that change. Um, so it, it all basically plays out the same way. Um, another change that I liked with this one, when Gretchen finds out, um, not Gretchen, I'm sorry. Uh, Regina finds out that the calcium bars are to gain weight, that her mom is the one that finds out that what, the, Oh my God. It's her mom that tells them what they, what they are. Whereas in the original, or she knows what they're for. Yeah. Her mom, sorry. Yeah. Her mom knows yeah. what they're for. Whereas in the original, it's, uh, her, um, uh, it's the other guy that she, it's, so it's not Aaron. It's freaking, I forget the other guy's name. I think it's the doctor. No, no, no. The, she's on a date with, um, the, uh, the other guy, the other football player. Um, oh, Shane. Yeah. Shane Owen. Um, and he's just like, Oh yeah. Uh, the coach has us, uh, eat those if we want to gain five pounds or like some shit like that. Like, you know, you get the same message across, but I don't know. I, I just like that in this one, it, it was the mom that was telling her, Oh, Hey, you know, we use that to get mo uh, to get your grandma to gain weight when she's in the hospital. And so, so yeah, but like, yeah, when it comes to Gretchen, uh, you know, losing everything, it's it basically the same thing, but just some things are tweaked. Yeah. Oh man. Did I say this, Gretchen again? I meant Regina. I, God yeah, damn it. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Gosh. The so where are you sitting with acting? This one's tough. It is because everyone brings their A game. Like, I did not think that this cast could match up to the original, but they freaking do. And they definitely give them a run for their money. They do. And I didn't think that was possible. Um so like <sighs> dude like every it, it what was what got me going is like it was everyone yeah like, like even, even the chick that does like that didn't go to their school oh yeah like what i like that they actually gave her a little bit of a reason to be there yeah <laughs> that they're like oh I just, i'm here for a track meet <laughs> so I'm yeah like, okay that makes sense and the fact that she uh She's uh, singing at a spring fling later in in a later scene is freaking hilarious. Yeah, and Damien's just like, oh my gosh. <laughs> I love that because in the original, he when he says she doesn't even go here, he doesn't. He just nothing changes. Whereas in this one, he actually like ducks down after <laughs> he says that. Oh my gosh, dude! The the freaking the shit that they were doing with that, like when uh when Katie. Like when they're in the auditorium and Katie looks over at, at the two of them and Janice sees her, like gets wide eyed and backs up. And then he just like with the big ass fan, <laughs> like, yeah, that's perfect. That so was good. perfection. Uh, <laughs> uh, do you forget that, that? Like the when she, uh, when Janice introduces him and says, you know, he's he's almost too gay to function in the original, you don't really hear him say anything after that. Whereas in this one, he's just like, yeah, but you know, I manage. I'm just like, yeah, you, I love it. He owns it. Oh man. I think I'm, I, I think I've cracked nineties. 
barely, but I, I've cracked the 90s. Okay. So I'm sitting at a solid 90 with I'm acting. So, I'm just a, I'm just a tad higher. Uh, I'll go 91. Okay. All right. Next up, we got character development. And I mean, this is, I think this is pretty like on par with the original. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. I mean, the arc itself wasn't the best thing in the world. It wasn't in the original either. But I mean, the, the journey is, is, I'd say it's better explored in this one than the. Yeah, I, I, I can definitely agree with you there. Um, yeah, there. I feel that you definitely get to know a lot more of Katie as a person in this one. I felt, um, um, and like honest, I loved that. Um, that they kept, uh, pointing out like, oh, hey, do you do you miss Kenya? Do you miss Africa? Um, you know, like kind of brushing. Uh, about her past whereas like in the original like you she talks about africa when she first gets to school and then that's it yeah it's really not brought up again throughout the whole movie whereas in this one it's it is brought up um a couple times throughout and i, I really liked that well i mean so it's interesting with that too because in the this was brought up in more of a storytelling fashion like that her experiences in kenya and all all that good stuff in the original, it was more, yeah, it was brought up once when she's like, oh, I'm the new girl. And then anything else I would say that's even kind of related to that period of time is her narration. Where she's okay, talking, yeah, like, like treating it like a nature documentary. Like yeah. High school and everything. So this, so this one, I feel like incorporated that aspect of her life a little bit better. Yeah. No, I, I agree. Um, also, I was so, trying to think what else. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I would say that they improved the development of Katie's character. J j like, I think what, what the thing that I never liked about the first was I feel like the the transformation to plastic was pretty quick. That is fair. Where this, it like we knew that a lot more time had passed and like they made it a little bit easier to digest all of that. And so when she is like full blown plastic, it makes sense where like where Lindsay Lohan seemed like it took span in like a few weeks and then her character completely shifted. This felt more like it was a year long endeavor. Yeah, no, that yeah, that's true. So yeah, I mean, I'm I'm bumping it a little bit. Like where with the original, I think I'd give that about an 80. Okay. This one I'd probably sit in a like 83 range. You know, so I think I match you there. All right, next up we got effects. So this didn't have any like special effects, but this was like maybe stunt work. Um like one choreography, one dancing choreography. I, like we'd include that. Can we include include like camera shots? Stuff yeah, like yeah. Cinematography, like camera anything shot. in that that field. One. This was like at the beginning. The freaking you know, like after um, Janice and Damien are finished with the. Um, oh my god, I forgot the name of the first song. Cautionary Tale. Um, after they sing that song and like the freaking um, garage door opens and it leads into Africa. It leads into Kenya. That was freaking awesome. That was a very cool transition. 
that was an amazing transition and they and they pulled it off at the end too yeah right dude i was, was like i was impressed i was yeah. genuinely impressed that was that was really good um holy dude, like, ball sack dude janice's song did you notice that was all freaking like a one shot yes holy shit that was incredible god dude i love one shots they're like my favorite piece of any any cinema dude same here like this that was a one shot that i didn't recognize was one until like way later and i was just like yo they haven't cut like, wait a minute <laughs> yeah i was like hold up wait a minute yeah like they're always ones that like sneak up on me because it, like it's like with that one specifically i was just like yo this hasn't cut yet and i like started recognizing it and i'm like oh my gosh like it was <laughs> insane and then just how they ended it with Regina getting hit by the bus yeah i was just like yo that was fantastic <laughs> like i couldn't even imagine how long that must have taken yeah dude right like insane. apparently um I saw on TikTok someone was there or like they, they uh, filmed that scene by their house and they were actually there when they filmed her getting fil hit by the bus. But I didn't want to watch the clip because I was afraid it would ruin um, the movie. So I got to go back and watch that and see how the behind the scenes of that is. Yeah, I'd love to see how they, they handled that. Like if, if they if someone like actually got like freaking hit or what the deal was with that. Yeah, very interested to see how the stunt work was. Yeah, but I mean, the choreography in this was incredible, dude. Freaking um, the core like the two biggest ones that stand out for me uh, are the choreography and Revenge Party. Oh my gosh, that was a great song. <laughs> that and then uh, freaking the choreography in uh, Karen's Halloween song. I liked Karen's Halloween song. I I actually liked um regina's like the choreography in that how she was kind of like basically being like a ghost and hiding around people and and all yeah. that good stuff and then like making things move to just disorientate and uh, like i thought that was beautifully done that was awesome i can't like there's not a lot of songs or just choreography that doesn't work in this seriously I'd say the only one, like, if I had a complaint with any of them, it would be the Apex Predator one. Seeing everyone kind of, like, throw around like animals. That, that one was a little... It took a minute for me to get used to it. Um, I will say, though, I like that that scene, um, you know, uh, Gretchen telling Regina about Jason, um, I like that that happens at school instead of at the mall, um, like in the original. Um, I, I feel it, it worked better uh for it taking place at school um yeah but yeah dude that <laughs> like i i know we get that kind of a scene in in the in the original when they're at the mall with you know like them like acting like animals but at adding the music to it and the what they had to do like it, it takes you a minute to get used to it the song's great i love it but <laughs> but you're just like okay all right okay I th I, i'm ready okay we're good <laughs> <laughs> yeah the the cinematography for this was awesome like setting the the choreography aside like I th i'd say choreography itself 
I'm on the high 90s. Yeah. Like very high 90s. Any, uh, but the cinematography was freaking beautiful too. Um, I loved when Regina was in her room, like after she discovered what Katie had been doing and how like it was just like lit by the red light. Yes. Oh my God. That was a great decision. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that looked great. And again, once like the, the revenge party, like dance and everything, like how bright and vibrant all that was. And it, it was awesome. It was yeah. so freaking good. So I, I would say, where are you sitting? I don't, I, I'd say I'm probably sitting at 92. I might be a tad higher sitting at like a 93. Nice. All right. Next up, we got music. Oh, damn. It's just the fact that we like I, I it's still I'm still in awe that we got such an incredible musical in Wonka at the end of 2023. And then we got another great musical um, at the beginning of 2024 with Mean Girls. It just freaking blows my mind and it just makes me happy. <laughs> Dude, it I am shocked that I enjoyed a musical as much as I did because I went in fully expecting to not care for this <laughs> and I was blown away. The soundtrack was off the hook. And like I've said before, the, the thing that I'm always looking for in a soundtrack that's incredible and this was an incredible soundtrack. So I was sitting at a nine for a decent portion of this. Like, okay, like totally thinking this is sitting at a nine. And then they hit you with the freaking Regina George song. And then uh, Revenge Party were both freaking bangers. And I'm like, shit. <laughs> like, you freaking hit me like duo. So I have a hard time not giving this a 10 i will i will gl i am happy to give it a 10 <laughs> <laughs> more than happy <laughs> yeah oh man so good like so so good. the soundtrack here is freaking like i can't say enough good things about it like it yeah was, it's just so freaking good yeah nothing nothing more to be said there all right next up we got costumes I thought these were good. I like I appreciated that um you know they definitely uh tried to carry some stuff over from the original like um I like that uh all the plastics except for Gretchen which I don't think she really wore hers in the original that like they also wear necklaces that uh relate to their names so Regina uh, has one that says R. Karen's actually says fully Karen. Um, and then of course when Katie starts to become a plastic she follows suit. Um when it comes to the Halloween party, Katie still wears the the scary costume and is not like any of the other um, other girls. And the fact that Gretchen's just like, if you don't dress slutty, you're slut shaming us. I'm like, oh my god, <laughs> dude they they did a great job with these these outfits. Um, like you said, keeping true to the movie. Like I liked how 
Katie was wearing like that blue uh, plaid shirt. Yes. So like that was like kept in in true original Mean Girls fashion. And they had a, a lot of original outfits, but they didn't rely on them too heavily. And so they were able to throw in some of their their own outfits, which I thought worked really well. One that I especially loved when um, KDS, Janice, and uh, Damien, like, oh, do you guys have anything pink? And Damien's just like, oh, what shade? And because uh, in the original, it's just, you know, like a pink polo shirt. I love that in this one. Not only is it like a pink button-up shirt. I think it was a button-up shirt. Was it just a pink shirt? Uh I think it was like a pink shirt and then the, the big ass freaking vest. <laughs> yeah. This what the sweater vest. I loved that so much. Like, yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. It was just a regular pink t-shirt, but yeah, the freaking sweater vest. I, I loved so much. So like when it comes to like, Oh, which like out, I guess like outfit iterations, did you like more when it comes to like, Oh, you know, Katie has to wear pink. The first time Katie wears pink on Wednesdays on a Wednesday, this is my favorite favorite one out of the two because i don't know just it, it looked great i loved it yeah um trying to think of other outfits that stood out they definitely went above and beyond i think where the original was probably sitting around a seven this one i'd give a little bit of a bump so i'm, I'm probably going to end up giving this an eight i will i will match you like yeah <laughs> I, I can't really justify giving it a nine because like nothing really like truly like just jumps out to you. But I do appreciate that they not only did they, f you know, try to bring some uh, aspects from uh, the original with the costumes, but they they embrace what's the word? Um, I guess. The, yeah, they, I guess they embraced on it. They they added to it. There we go. Yeah, dude, I hate to say it, but I think where the original or where the 2000 you said 2004 yeah where the 2004 version is like just an iconic movie i think this one might be better put together you know what that's fair i i can't argue with you with that <laughs> can we talk about how you know how we've said you know 2004 and now 2024 that that movie turns 20 years old 20 years old this year oh um, no <laughs> does anyone else feel old Oh man, it doesn't make me feel too old because I was only eight years old when that got released. Same. So it's like I don't feel that old, but <laughs> so don't feel that young either. Ah, oh, yay! Don't you just love it? <laughs> don't you just love it, Caleb? Yep. Being this close to thirty, it's so great. I love it. Yeah, it's fantastic. <laughs> Yeah, what, what yeah. Caleb did. All right. Last up, we got our own personal score. All right. Who do you want to go first? Up to you. I'll, I want to hear your opinion first, if you're cool with that. Okay. I I went into this movie fully expecting to not like it. And I am so glad that I did. I was blown away by how much I enjoyed this movie. Um is a great time. I thought the the humor was on point. The every aesthetic that they wanted to hit was was beautifully done. 
And like I said, really appreciated some of the uh, artistic choices that they took with this. Um, it's definitely not like super high up on my list. Um, I, I definitely feel this is a better put together movie than maybe that I enjoyed. So I think I'm going to end up giving this an 83. It's not bad. Um, yeah, absolutely agree with everything Caleb said. Um, this is a, a great, uh, updated version of the original. Um, uh, the fact that it's a musical adaptation of, uh, or I guess it's an adaptation of the musical from Broadway. Um, just, it makes it feel more special. It doesn't feel like it truly doesn't feel like just a remake, um, which I really appreciate because the songs are amazing. The cast is amazing. Just everything is great here. And I like, I was very cautious about this movie. Like I was hoping that it was going to be good for how much I love the original. Um, but yeah, I'm with Caleb just freaking blew the expectations out of the water. And I, I walked out absolutely loving it. Um, so personal score, I think I'm just going to be a little above Caleb and I'm going to go in 86. All right. Well, with that, all right, going through these scores real quick, starting off with story, we ended up averaging at an 87.5 writing ended up going a little bit down, sitting at an 86 acting, got a pretty decent bump sitting at a 90.5. Character development is sitting at an 83. The effects is sitting at a 92.5, and that's 100% due to choreography. The music is getting a 10 out of 10, as most musicals tend to do on this show. Yeah, it's true. Uh, the costumes were slightly better than average, so we're, and we're going to give those an 8 out of 10. And then our personal score ended up averaging out to an 84.5. So with that, the final All Bros Letter Grade for Mean Girls has come out to a B plus. Hell yeah. <laughs> Woo. I am very happy with that. Dude, that I'm is... too. Dude, freaking the anti I love this new system for like the anticipation that you have. <laughs> dude, like I, I don't think he'll touch upon it, but he changed our grading system. And how, how we run things with uh, how it's laid out. He he like he he like put so much effort into it, and like I'm so grateful for it because like it makes it so much more of an event now. It already was an event, but now it's even more so because freaking yeah. like once he puts everything in, like and, you know like we do the drum roll, huge letters. It now says final grade for me and girls B plus. It's amazing. I love it, dude. It's great. Like so. For those of you that don't know, the way that we typically did this is we'd fill out our scores. It would calculate an average and then spit out the letter grade for us. But while we were reading out what the, the percentages was, like what our stuff was averaging out to, like we already knew what the grade was. So like we, we would sit and see what the, the grade was and then I'd read it off and just be like, oh, I got this. And I would know what it was. Rose wouldn't typically like unless he was looking on, on that page but there was no like real surprise about it so I, I changed some stuff around and created some scripts and whatnot so now we, there's a button that we push to reveal the grade and 
so yeah it's a, like like rose said it's a little bit more of an event and i do love the anticipation because i clicked it and i got i got giddy yeah, like, right? oh, <laughs> dude seriously i love it yeah so that's what he's uh what he's talking about but yeah b plus i think that's well earned absolutely that is perfect that makes me very happy that is so fetch dude absolutely all right now to find out where it's ranking so it is sitting at an 88.63 or actually let me boop. not bad at all okay so actually it's an 88.62 sorry well okay do, do okay question for you yeah <laughs> i so we can change like the the, the decimal point do we want to do it like with three decimal points or just two because if it, if we do two it's going to average out to like the nearest one hundredth where if we do it with the other it's going to do the nearest thousandth and there's like a little bit of a difference between some of these i don't know what are your thoughts <sighs> that i don't know <laughs> <laughs> yeah we'll just do we'll just do the the three because okay. that's that's the system I've I've been reading off of. Okay. All right. Sounds so good. Mean Girls twenty twenty four is sitting at an eighty eight point six two, which puts it on the exact same level. It's actually a four way tie. Damn. Yeah. So it is uh, it is tied with Luca, Top Gun Maverick, and Halloween twenty eighteen. Damn. That's awesome. Right? Yeah. So yeah, so that's where where it's sitting currently, sitting at a B plus. So going what it is, do you want to go above or below first? Let's hear above. Above. All right. So it is currently sitting above bros. All right. I am okay with that. <laughs> it is above how to train your dragon two. All right. It's above glass onion. All right. The Invisible Man. Oh, wow. And The Prom. Yeah, I can agree with that. Yeah. Uh, going the opposite direction, it is sitting below Five Nights at Freddy's. Oh, yeah. It is below Saw X. That's fair. <laughs> yeah. It's below Matilda the Musical. Oh, wow. Damn. Uh, it's below The Mitchells versus The Machines. And then it is below Rise of the Planet of the Apes. Okay, wow. Yeah, and Damn. all of these movies ended up were, were sitting at a B plus. All right, hell yeah. Yeah, right, dude. That's I okay. I like its placement. I really do. Same here. I think it has a really decent home. Yeah. And I like that it's um, it's right next to a lot of other musicals. Like freaking Matilda, the prom. That's awesome. Yeah, right in between those two. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, like it is 0.4% away from Matilda the musical. And 0.5 away from the prom. Not bad. So it's not even like a full percentage difference. Wow. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. <laughs> but yeah, right, so that's well, where it's sitting. Yeah, sweet. Uh, well, 
Unless you got anything else you want to say about Mean Girls 2024? Nope. All right. Well, then I think that's going to do it for this episode. Uh, if you guys like what you heard and want to hear more, uh, be sure to subscribe to us wherever you listen to podcasts. We are damn near everywhere. Uh, you can find us on Spotify, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, all of that jazz. Uh, if you prefer to listen on YouTube, you can find us there. Um, the Albro, um, Isn't it just the Albro's channel, right? Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Just making sure. Um, if you, uh, want to get in contact with us, you can email us. Uh, we're at the all bros channel at gmail.com. If you want to check out our social media where you can check out our mini, uh, rec- movie recommendations that we do. Um, you can answer our questions of the week, or if you want to recommend a movie that you want us to break down, feel free to, um, we are at, uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok, all at the all bros. Um, if you want to check out our merch store, it is tpublic.com forward slash user forward slash the Albros channel, um, where you can find Caleb's amazing artwork that he does for every single episode. S- after 300 episodes, he still blows me away with every every single piece that he does for every episode. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> wow. You know, excuse me for trying to boist up my friend, my best friend, my bro. My brother, excuse me. <laughs> okay, maybe that was a little kiss ass. Jeez, you're laying it on pretty thick. <laughs> Just a little. Um, but yeah, so um, next week, it is kind of up in the air what we're going to do. Uh, we have two different directions that we can go, so it will be a surprise for both sides. So that's going to be fun. <laughs> um, but anyway, um, you can listen. You can look forward to whatever happens next week. <laughs> um, but until then, this has been the All Bros Podcast. I am Jonathan, and I'm Caleb. We will catch you guys next week. So long, deuces. <laughs> <laughs>